Yeah. I don't. I see dudes on the wall trying to get choked. Maybe on the wall. What you mean? Like, no. you know what I'm saying? Like, I've, seen, I've, seen, hey, I've seen some chases in my days, man. Really? I'm chases. just saying, like, I can't tell you the last time I'm DJing and look at the bar and see a dude buying drinks for a whole group of girls. I haven't seen it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being honest. <laughs> Southside the realest. Yeah. Drug dealers, killers. Yeah. Sharks and gorillas. Yeah. Hope that you hit us. Yeah. Fools say that we yeah. ain't dope dealing wizards. Yeah. Car changing color like chameleon lizards. Yeah. Southside the realest. Yeah. Drug dealers, killers. Yeah. Sharks and gorillas. Yeah. Hope that you hit us. Uh. Fools say that we ain't dope dealing wizards. Car changing color like chameleon lizards. Yeah. Uh. Southside is the realest. I'ma make you feel it. Microphone blizzard, out on the grind, got to get mine. From the state foul down the X to the pine. Home of the killers, home of the G's. Bars round here, crawling dub, deuce D's. Hello, say in the Nightlife, episode two. I'm Will, and I'm here with D, and we have a special guest today. He goes by the name of DJ Swaver, and hey, what's up? To me, yes, he's probably the best DJ in Dallas. So, hey, I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> I'm, I'll take I'm that. I'm not going to lie, man. <laughs> That's what the people say. It's, it's a really crazy time right now. We have a lot to get into. Yes, sir. So, you know, with no further ado, we want to let DJ Swaber introduce himself to uh, the guest. Yeah, I am DJ Swaber. Uh, yes, sir. The sneakerheads DJ. That's what I like to call myself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, been in Dallas about 12 <laughs> years. Been DJing about 10 years uh, here in Dallas. And... You know what I'm saying? I've over the ten years I've seen a lot evolve within nightlife when it comes to promoting, uh, different venues, and definitely the DJ game. It's a little different than when I started, but it's a journey that I've enjoyed. I've had a lot of ups, a lot of downs, but uh, yeah, man, that's pretty much me. I feel that, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I feel that, man. But I mean, kind of just take us through. Like, I mean, you've been around ten years in the game in Dallas. Like when you first started, how was everything different? You know, because the Dallas I know today is, you know, it's broken up. You got up to out Main Street, uh, kind of close to the Bank of America building. You had uh, red lights. It was a few spots, the ball. It was a few spots downtown. And then around 2016 ish, that's when everything kind of moved to Deep Element and Uptown. You know what I'm saying? So it's weird seeing like the progression of night lights here. I don't know what triggers moving from one spot of the town to the next, but it's never just been one central location where everything has been at for the whole last decade. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure a lot of it has to do with, you know, cops coming down on people for partying or wilding out, or, you know, you have clubs that get bought by other owners and owners don't want black people there. That's just part of the game, especially here in Dallas, you know? So Throughout the whole time, man, what was the best era? Like, if if you could pick one, choose one era... Oh, the early area from like 2010 to like 2014, that, mainly because, enough. bruh, what? <laughs> I'm not, like, you gotta get into it because you got to think about it. Like, back then, you had actually dance music out, everything yeah. wasn't so turn up like it is now. Like, now people just want to tur- play the new future or new baby, pop some bottles, look cool. And if you really think about it, nobody's really moving in the club, niggas yeah. just. Back then, bro, you were leaving. The, you were leaving. The, you feel me? You, it was still on the tail end of the yeah, buggy era, too. So people were like partying. You know what I'm saying? Like it was nothing for you to leave the club dripping in sweat. 2010, so, yeah, Roscoe, all them dudes, all the dance music, all the dancers. That right. was a good time. It was a good time, man. You know what I'm saying? Not saying the time right now isn't isn't yeah. lit because it is, but it was just people back then party. Whereas now. You just the nigga who get all the attention is the nigga that's popping all the bottles. You know what I'm saying? Got all the girls at the table. That's just what it is. So I don't know, man. Yeah. Like I just want to know when it all changed. Cause you know I was in college. You know we were in college back 2013, 2014. It was pretty much like that. You know everyone dancing, everyone getting hot. You know sweating in the club and whatnot. But it really just kind of changed around 17. But I don't know. I don't know what triggered it for real. I, I mean, honestly, I think it's just the music. You yeah. know, like. Music and IG. Yeah. Instagram, you people just trying to, you know, Instagram, everything is so visual now. And yeah. then who wants to be in a picture sweaty? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you want to be in a picture with a bottle in your hand and a whole bunch of females behind you. So that's what the look everybody's going for now. You, you ever think about it. Clubs don't really have dance floors. They have more tables than anything. You know? They do. And, like, so, <laughs> I saw, like, yeah. Yeah. 
That's, that's how you maximize yeah. profit. People ain't buying things like that. So profit. we got to fill this club up with tables so people can spend their money on bottles. That's where yeah. I'm going to make my money. And you know what I'm saying? The craziest thing I ever saw, well, not ever saw, but I saw it like a day ago, is uh, I think Candle Room was having a party or whatever. But they're, you know, due to coronavirus, they're only doing like tables of six people. Yeah. So that might be the future. Oh, that is the future. <laughs> that's how, that is definitely going to be the future, that's bro. That's how Clutching Theory is doing too, yeah. They doing tables only, uh, tables only, a limited guest list. And it's like, and if you think about it, it might work because like clutch theory, all those places. Everything now, even from everything from clothes to music to shoes, you always want that exclusive shit. You want to be able to say, "I wanted to select you that got this." With clubs, it's gonna be like I'm trying to be that in crowd. So in order to be considered an in crowd, I got to be able to get into that club anytime I pull up. You know what I'm saying? So like. I think that's the way. Yeah. I definitely I see it know, happening man. that way. It, I see it happening that way, but at the same time, I kind of feel, you know, bad feelings towards it because, you know, the whole point of going to the bar or not was to go meet people and socialize. You know, you tri- put in that. Well, let's be. Let's keep it all the way funky, bro. How often do you see dudes hollering at chicks in the club? Yeah. I don't. I see dudes on the wall trying to get choked. On the wall. What you mean? Like, no. you know what I'm saying? Like, I've, seen, I've, seen, hey, I've seen some chases in my days, man. Really? I'm chases. just saying, like, I, I can't tell you the last time I'm DJing and look at the bar and see a dude buying drinks for a whole group of girls. I haven't seen it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being <laughs> honest. <laughs> yeah. that, hey, that's how Niggas ain't even buying drinks at the bar for girls. They're saying, let me get this table, <laughs> buy a few bottles, and the girls are going to come to me. So that's the wave now. I think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the craziest part about all this, though, is, like, the, the club scene, when it started popping off in the early days, like, the mid-1900s, it was exclusive. And it became... Right, reverse it back. With everybody. So it's almost like we starting to revert to, like, the inception. Yeah, because... It was various. Like if you didn't know somebody, or you didn't know, yeah, you no, know, not it was not a, joke, during the speakeasy era. You can even like the speakeasies you know, like, in Harlem, you or Harlem and stuff. Like during you know during the prohibition, you had to know somebody that, yeah. that knew somebody that knew the owner to let you in. You know what I'm saying? So it almost seems like it's about to go back to right. to that. You know? Yeah. Hey. So we probably all it's gonna out. take. We, go ahead. Go ahead. No, man. I was just saying like we're gonna go through a reset, man. I think everything's gonna reset in Dallas. I think the whole spot's going to change. I don't think it's going to be Deep Ellamore a, a year from now. I think a lot of businesses are going to be gone, so it's going to be really different. I think so, too. Yeah, so, man, question Swaver, bro. It's like, so, you know, when you were coming up DJing, like, man, kind of talk us through, like, how you started, like, you know, how you became who you are now to where, for added context on the show, we had an uh, event in December. And when I tell you, people could not stop blowing our phones up about Swaver having the best set they have heard, period. Not just in Dallas, but period. So definitely want to put that out there. Like, this is not like, you know, this is no normal, you know, in-the-house DJ. This is this is one of the best, man. So just hearing really, like, how you got man, started. Man, it's, like, it's know, been a process, bro. Like, all of that, man. like <laughs> I just want to start off by saying, if there is any DJ out there that's listening to this, it's not going to happen overnight. At all. Yeah. If you're going to be have any worth or any type of, like, skill level, it's not going to happen overnight. Like, it literally took me a good six years to really master this craft. You feel me? Yeah. Like, so, like, back in 2010 when yeah. I first started, there was, like, three DJs that pretty much ran the city. You had ASAP. ASAP really wasn't as big as he is now. He He's was just kind of like, he was started, starting to bubble, bubble up a little bit. The man that ran the city was DJ Classic. Cause he was party, he was party chaser's main DJ, and wow. being a party chaser was that promotion group that ran everything in Dallas back then. He was that dude, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I literally used to blow his phone up all the time. Like back then, it was uh, I used to hit him up on Twitter and Facebook, not even Instagram yet, really. Like, yo, man, I'm trying to get into this DJ game. Uh, yeah, man, I'm just trying to see if I can uh, <clears throat> open do an opening set for you or something like that. And I'm talking about I hit dude up for about half a year before he finally was like. All right, man. Just I think he even man. gave me a chance just so I would stop hitting like, damn, his man, inbox. Damn. You know what I'm saying? It'd be like that. It'd be like that. And so you know what I'm saying? I had been practicing like, okay, on my bro. DJ okay, shit. I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, I'm ready for like, this, on. bro. Like, cause in your head you thinking I finally get my shot. I'm about to I'm about to yeah. have this club jumping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, yo, what time right. is my set? He said, 
I'm going to let you go on from 10 to 12. You know what I'm saying? And I thought he was giving me two hours, but I, I learned that he really was just wanting to get there later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, you know, I'm like, I got my music ready. I'm about <laughs> to kill this shit. You know, so I get to this club because at the time it was a uh, sting mm-hmm. in Addison. And I'm like, oh, I'm about to, I walk up and I'm like, where are the cars? Okay. At, bro? You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody at this bitch. You know what I mean? Nobody was there. So 10 o'clock, nobody was there, but I'm playing all the yeah. turn up shit. You know what I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going, I'm, I'm sweating going, going in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so he was there already just observing me and I, he just kept shaking his head, looking at me in disgust and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? The fuck this nigga bugging. I'm going off. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, he got on and he said, Give me the I gotta take over the left. You know Cause I found out like party chaser was like, get this nigga off the turntables now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, Cause he, he pretty much told me at the end of the night, like he was like, Your transitions are dope, but bro, you gotta know how to like kind of ease into the night. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh you started off with all the, the hitters. Yeah, hey, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what was the clear? March Madness to March Madness at this, that time was like uh <laughs> a lot of Drake, you know what I'm saying, from his uh Thank me later album or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Miss me. Miss so me. like he yeah, miss me. He was just okay. I was playing miss yeah. me at like 10 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? He was like too, too hot. Yeah. And so he taught me the game, like, bro, you gotta eat. It's like a it's almost like foreplay. Think of it like sex. Mm-hmm. You don't just ram it in. As soon as you get there, you kind of like gotta massage the, the crowd for the whole night, and then that last hour. That's when you hit them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So it was just it was just like little stuff you learn throughout the game, learning yeah. to get your music game up, learning when to play certain songs, when not to play certain songs. Hey, this crowd ain't moving. It's a whole bunch of females here. Let me talk to these women and play a whole bunch of women's shit right now. You know what I'm saying? It's just little stuff you learn that I don't think a lot of these new day, DJs yeah. had to go through that fire like I did. So that's why you hear a difference, a level of difference when it comes to DJing. They just hopped in. And just got that shine. And not no hate towards them, but they didn't learn how to really maneuver through this nightlife game like that. You know what I'm saying? So just now, everything is so, I want it now. I want it now. Instant gratification. Yeah. yeah. See exactly. you know what I'm saying? And so, but but you missed those stepping stones that you need to be an effective DJ. Uh, any nigga can play music. Yeah. If I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but can you... Right, you feel me? Anybody can play the top songs throughout the night. That's cool and all, but can you like entertain? You know what I'm saying? Can you hit niggas with transitions where they may stop dancing to be like, right. "Damn, nigga, did you hear that?" Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I you mean, know what I'm saying? Uh, exactly. After all that, I mean, did you ever like uh, get to link up with them and DJ after you disappointed them? Yeah, the crazy thing about it is he opened for me one time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, that's a circle of life right there. Was, yeah, but it was like, it was crazy. I, <laughs> that's you know, a full I, circle I, moment. I, I kid you not, bro. And I'm, I'm not too proud to say this. I remember when he opened for me, he was like, ain't this a trip? I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then at the end of the night, he was like, bro, I can't tell you how much you've grown. Yeah. Not even from just DJing, but just from like your maturity. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the corner. He don't even know it. I was crying. Cause that meant so much to me. Cause he was the first nigga that let gave me an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? That's a real moment. A lot of niggas can't say that because they. A lot of these niggas just hopped out of here right, right. and just started DJing, so they don't even know. Right. You feel me? They skipping stuff. I think that's. Her, I, I honestly think that's her. That was my life a little bit, to be honest with you. Didn't like a lot of the DJs didn't really have a have to go through the grind or the fire. Oh, just jump in. Let me. It's only a select few now that. You know, like uh, I trilled. I had mad respect for him because I remember Wednesday on Wednesday he would was opening for years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then when he when he finally got that opportunity, he took yeah. full advantage of it. Now he's probably arguably the hottest DJ in the city. You feel me? Yeah. Uh, Nightcrawler. Yeah. Who else you got? Yeah, he's dope. Nightcrawler. <laughs> Nightcrawler is okay. about to make noise. As soon as this shit is over, bruh. I, look, I it mean, takes a lot to impress me as a DJ, bro. It's been a few times I've heard him DJ where I'm like, this nigga is a fool. <laughs> Next level. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a fool. And, uh, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. And, like, now, not only do you have to DJ, you have to be able to, like, market yourself different than <laughs> his flyer game. The way he markets right. himself is crazy. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, being that we're a visual, visual culture, yeah. your first impression is what you see on social media you know what i'm saying so yeah right right 
And it's crazy you say, about, you know, about marketing yourself and really standing out. I mean, you had something recently that, that stood out and people were, you know, they're eating it up. And it's Swave of Sundays, man. Talk about that a little bit and, like, you know, how you feel like it translated from being in the club, you know, on the weekends to being in quarantine to having to, you know, entertain and massage. Right. So, like, you know, with the quarantine, with your mixes. you really had to step up your game to stay, keep your name out there. Because, I mean, we, we live in an outside out of mind culture. And, you know, our minds really only work on a 24-hour span. You know what I'm saying? Because of Instagram. Once that 24 hours is up, if niggas ain't heard about you or heard from you, they will forget you quick. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, around that time, everybody was doing Instagram lives. And I'm I'm just the type of dude, like, I'm not hopping on no wave because everybody else is doing it. Like, no, I'm not. Because then it looks, if you didn't want the first few people doing it, you look like a biter. And I'll be damned if I let anybody say, oh, man, that's yeah. way we're copying me. Nope, not me. So I say, hey, you, you feel me? Else. I was like, let me, I was really brainstorming. Like, what can I do that nobody else is doing here in Dallas? I was like, bro, everybody loves samples. Let me try this shit out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and it wasn't a live set. It was just a mix on SoundCloud. And, but people were eating that shit up. Think about it is though, like you think about it, you really don't see people doing this, like live sets anymore like that, really. Mainly because I don't know if people just got tired of <laughs> tired of looking at Instagram lives or stuff is opening back up so you're not stuck in the house. I don't know. I mean you know what I'm it was kinda of played out, man, because people would try and start out like the the nightlife parties online. Very quick thing. I mean at all. I just I'd rather just put some music on my house and have a drink by myself rather than do that. It got really played out. Like, yeah. And so, like, my streams on my Sample Sundays that went down, I mean, I, but I expected that because, like I said, more stuff is open now. People aren't just stuck in the house 24-7. You feel me? Um, but the first few ones, people ate that shit up because who doesn't like knowing where a, a current song came from? You feel me? So it was just something different, man. I, I, I had people hit me up all the time like, yo, 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 you need to do another one. I'll probably start doing one once a month. You know what I'm saying? Definitely not every week Street like needed. I was. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Everybody needs likes knowing where shit came from when it comes to music. And yep. people loved it, bro. And it was different. I didn't see anybody else trying that shit, yep. thank God. So, so you know, I think I made a, kept my, a little name for myself during the quarantine. Everything's changing up, though. I mean, I just don't. For sure. Everyone's starting to get out, right? So, I don't know when I'm going to get out. When are you getting out, Sway? But when are you getting out, D? I don't know. I don't even know, bro. I don't even know. Because, I mean, if you look, things are open. I mean, it's, open. it's, it's weird, tough, man. Right? It's just, but do you really yep. want to get out and have a club 25% capacity? <laughs> it, no. It's like the Twilight Trust Zone. Trust me, they're not following that 25% like Twilight Zone right now. True, true, true. So these clubs are like full-blown They're open. not. People are DJing, and I, I even have friends I see out. I mean, more power to you. I'm not going to be doing it, but I see people are out. So, you know, eventually. Yeah. I just need... Like you said, if within the next month, if nothing is crazy out there or you don't see a huge spike in corona cases or nothing like that, I'm probably going to start hopping out there, bro. You know what I'm saying? Just being careful about it, like at least with the DJ booth or even if you got yeah. a table, you can really – like you can keep security around your area if you really want to. Yeah. Especially as a DJ. I can be like, no, nah, don't come in this booth. Yeah. Stay your ass out there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like <laughs> – Hey, hey, not, hey. Now they're going to really yeah. be... Oh, bro, don't even get me, don't even get me started on that shit, bro. <laughs> bro, <laughs> don't don't I've lost a, a few fans because of that shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because that asshole in me will come out no quick. Request, you know bro. what I'm saying? $20, $20 at least. Yeah. Everybody thinks they're a DJ. Everybody thinks they're a DJ. And it's crazy. It's like the art of it, like, you know, it's kind of, you kind of alluded to it, like, with the live mixes and people, like, the art of it is so lost now that people don't recognize that, like, Bro, back everybody. in the day, the DJs brought everybody to the club, and it don't matter. That was it. That was it. Yeah. And, like, the DJ was the artist back in the day. And so, like, you know, people starting to really realize, like, oh, like, you can't just come up and think you're going to Not at all. I don't give a fuck how many bottles you pop. It don't work like that. It's to the point now where I don't even take money from people that want my question. Now, you throwing, a, 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 like, a bill at me, a hundred. Okay, how many times you want to hear that song? I got you. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. 15, 20 bucks? <laughs> that ain't moving me. I don't need your money because then you think I turn into your personal jukebox. It doesn't work like I that. Understand you know what I'm saying? Like, spiritual level, man, because we on a long road trip with your homies and like everyone's asking me, hey, let me get the, uh, let me play this song, play this song. That's annoying. So I can't imagine how annoying it is when you're at a paid set and you're just trying to get the, 
Devon jumping in everyone's in your face. Yo, my fake smiling. Oh, yeah, I got you. It's gotten better <laughs> over the years. Because at first, nah, nigga, I'll be like, get the fuck out of my face. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> now I just be like, oh, okay, yeah, bro, bro, yeah, I got you. Knowing good yeah. well, I'm not going to play that shit. You know what I'm saying? Come back 30 minutes later. Hey, man, where's my song good? Oh man, the bruh, can't even do it, dog. You know what I'm saying? It's, That's wild. You know what I'm saying? Or I blame it on the oh, club. Nah, the club owner, man, he bad. told me to kind of start winding it down, dog. My bad. I got you next time. Pull up on me, <laughs> bro. You know what I'm saying? Don't even get me started on the tricks. Oh, man. <laughs> right, man. So, you know, kind of talking about quarantine. I think the consensus is like we looking at June is like, and it's crazy. We we kind of targeted June as the, the time in which everything will we come hear. back open, but it sounds like it's actually coming to fruition. So we're here now basically in June. So like, man, bitter end is closed now. Like with, with some of the changes that have come and some of the places not even making it through quarantine and, you know, we hate that it happened. Like, where do you see being like the spots that really rise from the ashes and really like, I honestly you know, think and, like, kind of I honestly think the move is going to be bars. Like not per se the club. Yeah. Nah, I don't think. Open space. Because only the only thing I've seen, yeah, the only thing I've seen that really been popping is hookah lounges and bars. Yeah. Not so much clubs because clubs rely, you wow. need clubs to rely too much on packing shit out. Exactly. And you're not going to be able to do that anymore. So you need spots with patios and shit. You know what I'm saying? And those are, like, don't be shocked if Lower Greenville right. blows the fuck up. There's a ton of bars out there with patios. Ton do not be shocked. First. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do not you know who is gonna eat is OT Tavern. I'm telling you. Oh wow, yeah. I, I don't even know if I, I talked to Kenny and I asked him when they was gonna uh Kenny who, Reeves when they was gonna do start doing Travis again. He was like you not in the for not in the foreseeable future. Yeah, it's it was, yeah. we know, you know what I'm saying. But it's a lot Travis is like this. I mean, OT Tavern is small, but it's a lot of bars on Lower Greenville that have a shitload of space, especially outside. You know what I'm saying? So I think that, me personally, I think bars and, and like, hookah lounges are going to be the move. I don't think, per se, clubs, until they really take out all restrictions and say, okay, we good so y'all can pack this bitch out like sardines. But by the end, clubs ain't going to be open. They're going to be broke. You know what I'm saying? So, Man. Nah, yeah. I don't know, man. That's yeah, gonna they, really change. Gonna make it there for you know, Vegas, Miami, even Atlanta. Like all these spots thrive on clubs. It's really gonna change the scene. So I don't know what's gonna happen for real. I can only imagine how Vegas is hurting right now. I, I can only imagine, bro. They're gonna start making outdoor casinos, outdoor clubs. <laughs> they they got to. At least they got the money to build the shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but these in Dallas, bro, no. You're going to see a whole bunch of spots that used to be lit, not even open. I mean, you know, you know Harlow closed, right? Yeah. So, I was across the street from it. I, I, and I asked them, I said, bro, why is it empty over there? He said, they closed. Yeah. No one's got to take that over. That's going to be a nice building. It's a bar and it's outside. So I mean, shit. They couldn't make it, bro. Like, three months of no money. A lot of people couldn't, man. So, Dallas is going to be totally different. No money. Right. And it, and it's actually shocking that you know a lot of places did make it. You know, I don't even that, think I don't even think they're made. No I think a lot of these people no are fun, is, are like in debt. Oh yeah, most debt, but not but not willing to like let go of the dream, thinking like, man, and we hold on a couple more weeks, we could bounce. Man. Bro, I think a yeah. lot of these people are past bread. You know, you know what the saying? funniest thing is, you know, America pretty much expects everyone to have three months of savings, but the biggest corporations, the Fortune five hundred, doesn't have three months of savings. They're all going in no. debt. They're all going bankrupt. Like Nordstrom, you guys sell seven hundred dollar purses and they're out of here. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, most. I mean, because most companies don't save; they reinvest as soon as they make a profit. They open in more stores. Like so, most companies. I mean, outside yeah. of Walmart, because I mean, who's gonna stop shopping at Walmart? You know what I'm saying? Operate in the red. That's just what it is. And I think, I mean, you gotta think now. Like after this. Yeah. Business people, businesses are going to change their like their capital structure. Have to, you know what I'm saying? They have to, you know. So they have to be more flexible, have more liquid. And it's it's crazy how you know we talk about the corporations and the small businesses. And as soon as you know, you know, we start seeing an opening in terms of you know places being open and spots you know reopening and getting established. 
you have things Woo. like what happened to sneaker politics, you know, in the midst of the riots and everything. And, and just, the, man, the small businesses. I get, just got re upset. You know what I'm saying? Let's get into yeah. it, man. A lot, a lot of stuff's going on. You got riots going on for the last two days. Places burning down. Some people feel like, you know, it's justified. Some people don't feel like it's justified. Where do you, where do you, where do you stand on it? I, like, I, I get it. I'm angry. As a black man in this country, you should be angry. Yeah. If you're not angry, yeah. I'm questioning you a little bit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But the thing is, I guess I don't, yeah, I'm exactly. mature enough to know, like, riding and just going around breaking shit, what is that going to do? You know what I'm saying? Unless you're hitting the right spots. You got to be like, strategic about be, it. Yeah. And I mean, if you want to be real with it, it just comes down to a lack of leadership. Like, who are we following that's telling us where to go hit the right spots? Nobody is. It's kind of doggy dog out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. And But the, 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 now the, the crazy part is like, you know, the leaders, the people who are leading these protests, like, you know, the, the ones that aren't peaceful, like, they're not even the ones who, you know, do take part in the looting, you know, like, you know, some of the heavier, like, looting, like Minnesota, they said everybody that they arrested for looting was from out of state. So you got the leaders in the community who, you know, like, I, I mean, I, I'm of the position where I feel like the peaceful protest, you know, is going on for a long point in time to where it's like, you know, what, what benefit and what value comes out of this. So you have the leaders organize, you know, a more elevated style, but then you, you know, it gets thrown to the side when you have the people who aren't even fighting for the cause coming in and, and yeah. doing things yeah. that just, you know, it's just not Definitely. necessary. It's just a lot of ways just, you can go about it, man. I mean, I see both sides. So, you know, some people, I had a conversation, you know, someone in my family earlier today and they were like, okay, well, I don't think riding, you know, really serves any purpose. And the thing is, I think um, the older you are, the more you don't think riding does anything and the more you think peaceful protest does something. And the younger you are, the more you think the riots have a, you know, a legitimate, a legitimate chance of like bringing something, bringing change. But they were basically saying yeah. is, I mean, it starts with us, right? So it starts with us building our schools. It starts with us, you know, educating. But then you circle back around and it's like the same, you know, system that, you know, you got to educate our, you know, kids is, is failing us from the ground up. So it's, it's a bunch of like angles you can go at it. It's really hard to like put a read on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and big topics like this, man, and situations like this make you, you know, you kind of forget about nightlife in a sense because, you know, you, you, you focusing on the bigger picture items. And so, you know, just thinking about the progression of the year and how it affects the industry, Barry, it's going to be real interesting. To I'm see. just, I'm just still trying to wrap my head around what was the purpose of looting <laughs> mom I mean, and pop shops here in Dallas. You know what I'm saying? What purpose? Yeah, bro? a lot of people just want, yeah. they want to join in and, you know, some people had the right idea of, hey, we should, you know, you know, loot and riot, you know, police precincts to like send them a message. Other people are just like, hey, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get shoes. I'm trying to get clothes or I'm just trying to steal, you know, to be yeah. real. So it's gotten twisted up into, into the wrong thing. And I don't know what else to say about it, to be honest. Yeah, it's a, it's a trying time. It's kind of weird now, like, board. it's almost like, <clears throat> with so much going on in the world, especially affecting the African Americans, it's almost pushed like nightlife <laughs> to the background. Yes. You almost, you know, what I'm like check the other day, I was like, right, we're not asking my wife, like, yo, should I post this picture of shoes? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, yeah, I, was, man. I was scared. You know what I mean? Like, because everybody was posting like, you know, George Floyd stuff, and I get it. You know what I'm saying? And I was too, but it was just like, man, maybe I shouldn't post this. So I think like people are like hesitant to really say, hey, I'm trying to club especially at a time right now, because then, you know, you don't want people to be saying, like, where the hell is your focus at? You focus on the wrong thing, you know what I'm saying? So we definitely uh, had those discussions yeah. ourselves, you know, with Carl, on what the posts are, this appropriate, this is really emotional. Because there was a time when, you know, it first happened, I was so angered, you know, I see someone, like, that's oblivious to every damn thing, and they posting selfies, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? You know, yeah. so... You know what I'm saying? I was aware of that too. I think, and, and if you know, if we were aware of it, you know, everybody else was too. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's just, it's just a a, a weird right. conundrum. Like you wanna, you wanna get nightlife back to where it should be, but you also wanna be sensitive to what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you said, this cancel culture exactly. where you post the wrong thing at the wrong time. Oh, it's over. Niggas will write you off. You know, what but saying? you know, I think it's really important for us to like 
you know, rally behind nightlife because, you know, back in trying times like this, you know, back in the civil rights movements, when people were going through it, the only thing they had to take out their mind was nightlife, you know, having some friends and, you know, uh, you know, a dance club, you know, it really takes your mind off of things. Yeah. So I think it's healthy. And I think we need to really push to, you know, get things right to where they were, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Just, man, get back to, you know, the things that, you know, make you know, life enjoyable, man, the summertime and really enjoying friends and loved ones and, and, and doing the things and, and, and listen to the, the dope music and have, you know, people like Swaver come out and, and really blow it out to remind you, like, yo, like, we're going to get through it, you know, so we're going to keep pushing at the same time. We I gonna, swear, man. You know, we're going to come out stronger. With that being said, you got to give us a date. You got to give the people a date. But when you popping out, When's the when's the first man, set? I, you gotta give us a hypothetical date. Man, lie. hey, look. So I'm pretty sure my first, my first set. I've already talked to Kenny in the, in the uh, Good Culture team. My first set will be Trappies. The way the Trappies is gonna be a tier somewhere else. I don't know, but I know like because I mean, Trappies, that's where exclusive, exclusive. I, you heard it here first. To be honest with you, that's where I want my first set to be because I mean that's pretty much. I mean the residency I have. You know what I'm saying? Like we got, we got experience in uh, coronavirus and trappies because it's only right. Y'all remember? I mean the last set you had was the last trappies, set I had I was, was there. the day the day before they closed the city down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like that was the last set. It was the night yeah. before they said, "All right, we we shut the shit down." You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of safe. I'm just looking then. forward. Man, safe to say. You- yeah, you I guess if you think about it, that was kind of true. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I remember. All I remember. <laughs> it was pretty lit. All I remember is he just... never had some Germans at his uh, DJ booth. Like back in hell. Hey, up. bro, the German, the Germans and and gloves on. What you mean? Oh, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that was before the mask, yeah. though. You know what I'm saying? Had the I had the Germans, and I was everybody. elbowing niggas. What's up, bro? I I mean, like, I'm not. I wasn't tapping nobody feet. up. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? But it's just like I'm. I think everybody is just ready. Too. Whenever they finally like open up Dallas, Dallas for good, for good, bro. This city is gonna go bananas. Nightlife is gonna be crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mainly it even starts with clubs and promoters are ready to get back out there and make money. So they're gonna be promoting their ass off. Maybe come up with new ideas and ways to promote. And these DJs, we've been missing just that energy. You feel me? So DJs, a lot of DJs been missing money. Not me yeah. per se, because yeah. I have a job. You know what I'm saying? That's but right. Let's get into that. Let me, let me, let me talk about right, that for from a DJ perspective. This coronavirus is all definitely right, going right. to show a lot. Show a lot of DJs. You cannot only rely on club money for a living. It goes away. You gotta diversify. You feel me? Like, yeah. I'm not even saying you need an eight to five. I I don't mind having an eight to five because that provides like my insurance, yeah. benefits, 401k and yeah. shit. But even if you don't have an eight to five, you gotta have more ways to make income. You gotta have it coming DJ. in until you DJ mustard out here or something. You feel me? Hey, unless you pop, and even this, I guarantee DJ Mustard, if he ain't he ain't cranking producers, uh, uh, hit that like he used to. Bro, I mean, you know everybody, what I'm saying? Everybody, I get- <laughs> everybody is. I mean, it even leaks into. I saw like a little interview with Gabrielle Union. She's talking about how like you know you see influencers flying to Dubai. You see them, you know, going to all these lavish places, and their money's dried up too because they don't have the opportunity to market themselves like they you know did back then. So. Exactly. It's important for everyone to have multiple streams. Got to, man. I mean, you just got, I think more people are going to be more aware of, let me find a way to make some money in an industry that is still needed during times like this. You know what I mean? I, like, I swear to God, it, uh, yeah. I know this might sound dark as hell. If I ever got rich, the first thing I'm buying is a funeral home. I know it sounds crazy. That sounds crazy. That sounds Everybody wild got, as hell. It, That's wild. That's wild <laughs> as hell. I'm not going to lie. But it's gonna be because everybody business. gotta go. I'm not, I'm you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, remember old dude off of Everybody Hates Chris? Tragic. Hey, Doctor, uh, Mr. Omar. I'm just saying, man. Tragic, <laughs> hey, tragic. you look at y'all here. Y'all listen to me and thinking I'm weird and shit, man. Look, hey, that's a business that's never gonna go away, ever. You know what I'm saying? So, like, out. Just moving back. Go ahead. I gotta move back a little bit because yeah. you kind of said something that you know struck a chord in my head. But you said DJs are gonna have to tra- change the way they do things. What about the bars, man? Because you know, you know, we're you know, we do crawl and whatnot, and we have to deal with a lot of bars, a lot of venues. I'm sure you do too, but a lot of them are stubborn and stuck in their ways, you know. So they don't, they don't want to try new ways to make new money, or they don't want to try new technology. You think you think this is gonna change anything at all, for real? 
I do. I mean, if you think about it, the whole world is going to have to change in some place, yeah. some form or fashion. That bars are no different. You have to switch it up. The old model of making money for everybody is out the window to an extent. You feel me? You have to be innovative yeah. and change ways of, I mean, let's be real. Bars and stuff got to become basically contactless, at least for the next few years. I was just about to say that, man. Like, bar tabs through your phone, you know, getting tickets yeah. on your phone, even getting bottle service through your phone. To be real. It's just like, it's just like you think about it. Yep. Uh, bars and clubs are cesspools. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're, they're petri dishes for germs. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> so, if you're going to be like, in there, I need to find right. every possible way to eliminate getting a germ. Touching dirty glasses or touching the bar with your hand or even the bartender touching my card to pay for my drinks, I don't need none of that. So apps like Crawl yes, sir. are going to become, or y'all, I'm telling y'all, y'all are going to become one yes, of the essential. He said it. We didn't say it. Believe. He said it. He said it. <laughs> well, definitely. Believe it. Y'all, I'm telling you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? saying? It's just they, 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 there's no way to get around it. The right. old model of, hey, you give me your card, I give you this drink, that shit is for the birds. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not, I don't need no stranger touching my card, my wallet, yeah, none of that. You what do you drink me? through the phone so, and go pick up your drink at you the know bar what I'm and walk away? You know? That's what it is. I don't need to be talking to you, you spit, spitting your germs on me, your hot breath on me, none of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Man, in a way, I mean, it's kind of tragic how it took all this to, like, make people hey. start being cleaner they, and take a hygiene seriously. I ain't gonna lie hey, to you. Like, I've never washed my hands this much in my life. Nah. <laughs> you know like what I'm saying? Here, like, my hands smell like sanitizer <laughs> more than they do lotion. It's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't touch yeah, my yeah, nose yeah. anymore like I used to. It's just, you just, I mean, this stuff really changed life. You know what I'm saying? It changes. They say, they say crisis is the mother of true innovation. Yeah. So we definitely saying that. You just, man. I just got a feeling like a lot of people that have innovative ideas are going to move to the forefront when stuff gets back to normal. Definitely. All the best things have been in crisis. But hey, exactly. Waver, we haven't even got into you being a sneakerhead yes, at all. We haven't talked about it. I feel like that's a. That might be bigger than DJ and you, to be honest. Oh my. That's goodness. what. I mean, at this point, it is especially right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, yeah. sneakers have always been my thing. And you know what I'm saying? And for, since the beginning of sneaker time, whoever had the hottest sneaker got the hugs. Let's be real. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, in, 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 definitely in school. Definitely in school. Like, yeah. oh, you seen that nigga with them shorts? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Or they automatically thought you was cool. You know what I'm saying? So, like, <clears throat> everybody's right. in the sneakers now. Like, so I don't know anybody that isn't in the sneakers. So I was just like, let me find a way to – Link this DJing with sneaker with my sneaker game, and just find a way for that to be my lane. You know what I mean? It's were you a true sneaker? Are you a true sneakerhead, or did you ever yeah. think about just true. like, hey, I need to resell. I want to. I want to just like cop all the shoes I can nah. and sell, make money. No, nah, I mean, let's be real. Everybody, you may not be buying up a whole size run of a shoe, yeah. but everybody, if you if you bought a shoe, said I don't like it. Let me throw this up on StockX. You're technically a reseller. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I I, I didn't never thought about, hey, yeah. let me make this my profession or let me get these shoes to do that. I, my first intention when I get a shoe is to wear that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you get shoes in, especially if it's a hype shoe where you can't, you can't go into a store and try a Travis Scott on. Exactly. Because <laughs> it's already sold out as soon as it goes live. Right. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you get a hype shoe, you get it in, and if I don't like it, it's going to StockX or GOAT. You know what I'm saying? But I'm a true sneakerhead. I don't believe in buying shoes so. with the intention of selling them. I buy shoes with the... Yeah. So you would... You definitely oh, yeah, have me on sure. rocking. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a, I'm a rocking sure. ones because I, I get, I'm addicted to the ice-breaking ability of shoes. Meaning, I love when somebody will come up to me those and be shoes. like, yo, those are dope. And bam. We are next thing I know. We're talking for 30 minutes. I don't know you from a can of paint. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I like because I like interacting with yeah. people. You know what I'm saying? So I'm more addicted to turning the head and starting a conversation than I am somebody saying, ooh, like, Swaver got all the shoes. Like, that's cool and all, but I just like people just – I want people to love sneakers the way I love them. You know what I'm saying? 
not just for the clout, but just for what's the backstory? What's the materials on this shoe? How did this shoe come about? The history of it. That's what I really want people to see when it the comes to The game has changed a lot, man. Like sneakers. Yeah. Me personally, mm-hmm. I hate sneakers. I hate that app, bro. I'm all in that. You hate yes, sneakers. I, Boy, let me end, let me I end this damn. Hey, no, 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 not sneakers. I mean sneakers. Sneakers. The app. Come on, man. The oh, I'm about to say. Oh. I'm like, yo, get me off this oh. podcast now. You think you know I'm saying? looking at Dockers and Cherries? <laughs> hey, the hard box. Hard box. Like, no, man. I love sneakers. <laughs> I hate the app. Sneakers. I've never. Oh, yeah, yeah. That that app is for the birds, bro. For the birds. Especially a draw. If it says draw, you might as well know that hell is coming. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> bro, what's crazy is like everybody says that, bro. Well, let me borrow. Let me borrow your sneakers. sneakers. Let me borrow your shit. I don't know if you were just you know my time or what. <laughs> hey, hey, I think I, I think I found a I found a lane. Like there's a distribution center in Memphis, so I just keep my location. I'm about to change mine in Memphis. I don't know. Maybe, maybe so. my location has something. I mean, because you right. I mean, you right by the I distribution the center. Maybe they like shit. Let me let's help him out first. Look, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I have. I've, I've, I've tried. I don't I've know. Had my girl try. It. I have my girl's brother try. I've had my aunt try at the same time, and I've never got. I've never got anything, man. <laughs> Take me back to yeah, the box, bro. It's almost at the. It's almost at the point now where I just automatically. Get, no, I'm about to pay resale for a shoe I already want, and so I I, I pay resale sometimes just so yeah. I don't got to worry Be about real. the past. What's the you know highest what resale price you paid for a shoe? And what was it? Uh, nine hundred dollars for a Yeezy, the Belugas. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay, 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 but okay, the thing okay. is, like, I, I put this on my I IG story. I if I have a like, I have a rule, maybe just just have room in my yeah. crib. Because I only got so much closet space. If I haven't worn a sneaker in like a year, clearly I don't care about it enough to keep it. Like I'm not building a museum over here. You know what I'm saying? So I I will sell shoes to make money to where all I'm really spending for a sneaker is a hundred, two hundred bucks. If you know what I'm saying for like a high high price shoe like that. Some shoes like a Yeezy that the resale is three hundred dollars. That's two pair of used shoes. I got the money right there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm rarely coming out yeah, my wallet. Being smart about it. Rarely, like the money is if money is like, maybe coming out my yeah. bank account for that initial charge, but that money is going back in because I don't two pair of shoes left. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, sneakerheads out there, inspiring. They are investors. Gotta be, bro. Be smart about your they investments. They are legit investors, man. You don't have to. Hey, yo, let me, let me let me let me pop my shit real quick one time though, bro. Hey yo, niggas in this Dallas nightlife, All right. bro. They gonna have to start giving me credit. Wait, what credit? You know what I'm saying? What I done see the, I done see a lot of niggas start flexing <laughs> shoes on the ground, bro. I, I ain't trying to say I started it. I'm not saying that by any means, but I hey. definitely know I had an influence on a lot of niggas, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you what? You say what? The shoe pose. Man, look. If I see if I see a nigga on uh, if I see a nigga showing their shoes on a goddamn table with pillows got, in the back. Then I'm going to be like, yo, bro. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to flex on nobody. I'm loving it. I'm loving the fact that people in this in this nightlife game are realizing, no, if you want to be, if you got to, you want to have that swag, you, you start with that shoe game, bro. That's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm right now. I'm we, <laughs> hey. Looking down at my hey. shoes right now. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But I love it, bro. I just love the fact that people are in the shoes. People are realizing the value of shoes, even if it's even if it's just giving you clout. Yeah. I, I just love the fact that people are addicted to shoes and are loving shoes and are going after yeah. shoes they want. I'm loving that shit. That's all I want for the sneaker culture to keep thriving. Yes, minus the fuck yeah. shit people do. But, I mean, that's part of the game. You know what I'm saying? Game. But as long, I'm loving the fact that Dallas yeah. is becoming a, a real – Hotbed when it comes to the sneaker game, definitely. Mm-hmm. Most def, bro. With that said, man, you got it. This may be tough. I don't know if you can net, pull it down to just one. Best Maybe you got to do time. three. But what is your favorite sneaker of all time? <sighs> yeah, the side. Take a step. Yeah. Take a step back. <laughs> I got mine. I got mine. I I didn't even think about it. It, it. It's a sneaker I don't have. I still want the bread Jordan ones. I don't have it. You know what I'm saying? But a Jordan 1, bro, okay. bro, I, wow. Very you can't beat a Jordan 1. I'm sorry. I don't give a damn what, what the hell comes out before or after Jordan 1. That Jordan 1 is an iconic silhouette. If, like, anybody that doesn't have Jordan, at you least have a, couple a couple pair of Jordan 1s, 
You gotta have it. If you don't got a couple and you call yourself a sneakerhead, you're not a sneakerhead, bro. You're Man. not. <laughs> you're not. So, so what's your uh, favorite shit, sneaker that you do have? Go in the closet real quick. Yeah. There's, There's a lot. lot. <laughs> oh, we gonna need another. We gonna need see, another man. thirty to an hour. Oh no! Honestly, yeah. the classic anniversary red and white Air Max One. The, mainly because okay, okay, I it's got just this. a classic it's silhouette, classic. bro. The Air Max One started it all. You know what I'm saying? And it's just it's just so I yeah. the Air Max One, bro. You can't beat an Air Max One. You can't. You know what I'm saying? Even though Jordan Ones are my favorite silhouette, yeah, yeah, yeah. Air Max One is probably the one the silhouette that holds the most value to me because it's just it's iconic, bro. It's the Air Max One. It started it all. I you might be hype beast as hell for saying this, but my favorite yeah. shoe that yes, you know, I don't have that I always wanted was that that uh, Red October Yeezy, the Nike Yeezy, man. Oh, bro, you you got ten stacks. Go ahead and get hell you a no. pair, bro. You got it. Hell to the no. <laughs> They they got they got a payment plan on StockX, bro. Yeah. Go ahead and get that. that you know what I'm bro, but I, I I'm really like cringing that you said that because I got my heart broken in 2014 when Nike did the, the surprise drop on them, and I was there. I was ready. I just you sell them shoes you for a car. Me? It, it, just, man. it missed me. It wasn't my time, man. Crazy thing about it though. Crazy thing about it though. Let's be real. If you if you would have got that sneaker then. Odds are you probably would have either ran that shit to the ground so it wouldn't be worth yeah. nothing now, or you would have already worn. sold it. I would have You wouldn't have held on it this long. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, and I definitely rock them and I stock them. So you're probably right. But I feel oh, like it can easily get you three racks. Definitely. Three racks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. just because. You know what I'm saying? But I always, there's a re- I always say there's a reason God hasn't let me get the lot of because. He know I'd go. I'd act <laughs> straight fool. I'd probably be sleeping on a sneaker box. PJ Tucker, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> bro, PJ Tucker would have shit on me, bro. If I hit that lotto tonight, <laughs> PJ Tucker, huh? You know what I'm saying? You mean PJ Swift? PJ, what you mean? PJ, recently we had uh, it was kind of ties in the shoes and everything and culture. What was your favorite part of um, the Last Dance? Honestly, you know, I didn't like it. Like, first off, oh wow, the goat LeBron. in my opinion is yes, LeBron sir. James. Yes, yeah, sir. definitely. You know what I'm saying? And so, know like, no, that. that. Yeah, I'm just, yep. I'm just being right. honest with you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and don't get me wrong. I love MJ because we, I grew up on him, but I, he's not the goat to me. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, let me. Did you watch? I'll, you I'll feel let y'all me? Finish, I'll let y'all finish this. The whole thing. Did you watch? My part. Yeah, like you gotta remember, I was what uh twelve. So, okay, so you watched MJ real time. You know what I'm saying? You got LeBron. Okay, me too. I do. Thank I definitely you. do. This ain't even about the rings, none of that. I ain't trying to hear that. It's a team sport, not an individual. You know what I'm saying? But like, but the thing I didn't oh like about God, it is man. that so his side of the story, nobody else's side of the story. You know he was lying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He like you like come on, bro. You you talk you just talk down on basically all your teammates. He was Scottie Pippen. You know what I'm saying? Bad. They that's they show Scottie Pippen in a bad light, a horrible light too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like they weren't gonna say anything bad about Michael outside of the stuff we already knew, like he had a gambling addiction and shit. You know what I'm saying? But come on, man, why we ain't talking about all these hoes he had? What's right. up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, but we all know this. There's a reason his wife wasn't on. His ex-wife that was wasn't a Superman documentary. documentary. She probably would. She probably would have been like, this nigga wasn't shit. He wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, he wasn't. And it's about taking a day. MJ wasn't, I'm not going to say it. MJ wasn't shit. He wasn't. On the court, he was. Bro, please, bro. Damn, please relax. Like I'm sorry. I'm just saying, I, it was that documentary was so one-sided, bro. And it just made me realize, it honestly gave me more respect Thank for you. LeBron. Thank you. Because he, he's lived in, his whole life, he's lived in basically social media era where every move he's made, has been I, critiqued, and he's still thriving. Yeah, now, you were one, you were one of the people that, that was criticized. I won't, go, I won't go back to the GOAT conversation, but y'all, you know, I agree with that. No, but be real. No, what? Oh, hold on. Hey, hold on, Will. Be real. Yeah, hey. Will, yeah, yeah, hold on. Yeah. But you know I put that to bed. Man, yeah. This is a heat We had a conversation. Too. We had a conversation. Now, do I think he's the GOAT? Do I think he's the GOAT? No, but I told Will, like, in terms of 
athletes representing themselves why? like off the court as well as on the court. Like though? he's the like he's the mold. He's what you look towards. But is it, but I just feel like Michael Jones a goat. I mean, it's no point. At yeah, all. I'm learning that too. Great, ain't no point great, in arguing. Greatest, 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 greatest of all time or best of all time? It's none. Man, look, you ain't gonna no convince point. no. You ain't gonna ain't no gonna nigga gonna that. say. You know what? You're right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but was he the best basketball player? Of all hey, time Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of the all best. time. Period. He's the best. Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. Right, Michael Jordan one, is the best basketball player <laughs> of all time. Yeah, LeBron. Bron is number two. LeBron is number two. He he's Michael Jordan's one A and he's one B. I will say that. You still got five at, more at years. Don't do that. Don't do that. Five. Oh, he gonna get a ring. If he gets if he gets a he's ring in LA, it's a wrap, bro. There's nothing. <laughs> Man, this, this ain't is? gonna be the same though, bro. At it all. is the same. It, are you kidding me? The, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like this, this ain't gonna be the... not, in the middle of a pan, in the middle of a pandemic. He wins a ring. <laughs> The pandemic ring? Come on, man. I'm just the pandemic ring, bro. You think you think people, bro? Social media <laughs> is not gonna let him live that down. You want that okay. shit at, at Disney? But I bet, you know what but I bet like, he loses. If he loses, then it's gonna be people talking down. Yeah, on, you know about it. That's what I'm saying. Wait. That's why he the goat because he's been able to handle on court and hey. off court shit, bro. Michael Jordan didn't have to go through none of that. Hey, man, look. <laughs> That all sound good and dude, y'all slaves of the moment. I get it. We want to talk. About, we want to talk about slaves of the moment after this documentary. Oh, the whole world, bro. Oh, but this, the whole no, no, world. No, no. MJ, I, we, MJ, no, I felt this I'm way before. Say, MJ bro. put it on air. Let's be real. MJ, this is, I've always felt you would think, bro. Did y'all know that? Did you know, that, on, did you know that he walked on water? Come on. Did y'all know that? You know what I'm saying? ESPN <laughs> talking about who's more awesomer and who's more amazing. Sound like y'all know too. MJ, come on, man. Bro, I'm done, man. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with the topic. Yeah, we could talk about this all <laughs> night if we wanted to, bro. Hey, okay, okay. <laughs> we can. Hey, this would be a completely different podcast. This would be a completely different show. But man, you know, as you kind of transition to the closing, it's something we like to do for every episode, and it's a rapid fire section to kind of get, you know, a quick insight on how you feel about things, whether it's quarantine or just in general. So, uh, man, to kick us off. Swaver, who should our next Nightcrawler be? Definitely, yeah, mainly because he's bro, he's he's a okay. oh, it is say quick listen. hitting time, ain't it? Yeah, Nightcrawler. I'll just say that, okay, okay, gotta make that happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nightcrawler. <laughs> say, less. we're gonna definitely tap in and see if we can get your assistance on that one. Throw us that lob. All right, all right. So, what we got next? Oh, drink of choice, you know, you mentioned oh, it Crown of Coke. Last What's your go to? <laughs> All day, bro. Round over anything. Classic. You know what I'm saying? That's a real nigga drink. You feel me? (laughs) Anything brown, bro. I'm on it. You feel me? Okay, okay, okay. Quarantine, man. What were you tuned into? What were you binge watching? Uh, I started looking at For Life. That's I binge watched that shit. So, like, three days straight. You know what I'm saying? Uh, You know the the 50 Cent show on ABC about the dude that went to prison? In bro, 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 if you ain't, it's on on demand. ABC, it's on ABC on demand. If you got cable, whatever, I'm telling you, I was, I was hooked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I finished that shit in like three days. What you mean? Like I would, I would stay up all night, then get a couple hours of sleep, work, and then get hit right back on TV and finish that. Hit the uh, next few episodes up. Uh, it's different. It's not the same thing. Power, it let's did. be real. It Power did. got whack over. Like, they didn't eat that last that season. That last season was garbage. Finish. You know what I'm saying? Facts. This so you could definitely tell 50 Cent had influence on this new show, yeah. but it's nothing like Power, bro. Okay, at I'm all. I'm going to try that out. Got you, guys. For life. Yes. For sure. Last thing. Last thing, man. So, in terms of music, bro, we know that you're, you're the vet, you know. You're who everybody looks to. What are you gonna, listening to? Gonna, right let's be real. Right that one of bro. Oh, one of. Don't even get me started, bro. No baby, Gunna no is baby, that no. nigga, bro. <clears throat> oh, four hey, p.m. Listen to hey, me. It's, and there's a no new nigga that project, I'm. Man. There's a new nigga that I've been listening to lately. His name. He from Memphis. His name is Lil Migo, bro. I don't know who that? Uh, bro. Oh, okay. We rock with Migo. Okay, okay. Bro. It's crazy. Hey. Let me say this. As small as Memphis is, oh, don't, and as don't much talent smart, they got man. coming oh up God, out of there, man. 
That shit is that's that Here goes D. Here goes D. Hush fucking shame, bro. Hey. <laughs> Hey, I know you are. I know you are. Hear you say that. Hear you say that. Bro, Memphis got so much motherfucking talent. All them niggas boom. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit crazy. Bro. They go. They got, you, got, you got key glock. You Golf. got motherfucking money bag. Uh, what's dude? Uh, Golf, what's the crunk ain't dead? Dude, uh, you got Dolph. You got dudes. You got dudes. You got black You got God. You know what I'm saying? Like, NLE. You feel me? It's like, bro, for that city to be so goddamn small, yes, I wouldn't even consider Memphis a city. If you uh, really, I'm just being honest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, hey, man, look. Right, hold on, hold if on, you on, ain't man. got at least <laughs> three or four buildings in your downtown that are over a certain amount of height, you're it's a not town. a city. You feel me? Like, <laughs> oh, man. That's... But, like, damn, bro. They hurt, that shit man. Is we like, got, if we Memphis can put out all this talent, bro, I don't know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Well, with that in mind, though, is there anybody in Dallas that you got your eye on? I mean, you know, you got your yes. streets. The people come to you like, who so do you there's this new Dallas? cat Who, who's next? Name Debbie Stone. Like, so he's like okay. real chill. But like, when I look at artists now, I don't even just think about the music. His music is fire. Real laid back. Definitely smoke. Like a like a Freddie Gibbs. Like, he like ain't a... talking about smoking, but it's just like real chill. You feel me? But. It, Nah, like, cause Freddie Gibbs is kind of conscious. Like, Dom, 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 not really. Like, I can't even really compare him to anybody. Like a whiz, almost. Yeah, like a whiz, like a whiz, like a whiz. This real laid back, more like a Dom Kennedy or something like that. Okay. You feel me? But he has the complete <laughs> pattern, got that. like pause, no homo. My nigga is nice looking. You feel me? Like it. he got, he got. <laughs> like, let's be real. When you see a nigga, you be like, okay, that nigga probably got hoes. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> He, got, he just got the look. <laughs> he got that look and that hit factor. Debbie Stone. Yeah. D-E-V-Y-S-T-O-N-E-Z. He got this song called On Sight. I, I can't. I probably played that song 30 times in the last few days. You know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah, On wow. Sight. Cool as hell. It was crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the way hey. I was introduced to him was through, uh, y'all know AT, right? Atop? You know what I'm saying? He came up to me at yeah. Travis one time was like, yo. I want you to meet this nigga. And I know AT, he's yeah. so in tune with Dallas. He like, if he vouching for a nigga, I know he probably got skills. You feel me? He came up to me and I was like, he said, what's up, man? Oh, I'm Debbie. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he didn't ask me to play his music or nothing. Didn't give me a SoundCloud link or shit. He was just like, I'm just vibing with you. I'm going to hit you up on Instagram. So the next day That's he hit me up. Is, and I played, I was listening to his music. And I was like, SoundCloud. yo, That's it. this nigga jams. You know what I'm saying? He didn't try to force it on me. Yeah, uh, nah, he got he got shit on iTunes, bro. Like, yeah. so it's official. You know what I'm saying? It's like I don't know, yeah, Debbie yeah, yeah. Stone. I'm telling you. Hey, you know you know the dudes got it or the artists got it when they don't have to force you to go like, hey, listen to this track. That's what I'm saying. Like, like when I energy. seen him, I'm reading, you know, you know, and it's like, okay. That. He got a little swag about him. You know what I'm saying? He don't seem like no lame nigga. Because most niggas that come up to you trying to give you music, they be like, you know what I'm saying? What's up, bro? Uh, you know what I'm saying? I got We yeah. got bottles over here, man. You know what I'm saying? You want a bottle? <laughs> yeah, here, here go my motherfucking zip drive, dog. Try to play me something. Automatically, I'm like, this nigga whack. You know what I'm saying? This nigga was so cool. And I was like, okay. Maybe, maybe. Now I go to his Instagram, like, hmm, All right. This nigga got that it factor. Let me listen to this nigga music. That shit was fight. That's how you know it's real. Word to Debbie Stone. I just gave dude a whole promo. He ain't paid me or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Not a dime, man. I just want to see Dallas win. And if I see somebody I think is fired, I'm I'm going to boost them. You feel me? That's just what it is. This was a great conversation. We ran through a lot. We got a lot of the chest, man. For sure, for sure. I just want to thank you for tuning in. You know, Swaver, for real. No, it's all love with you. Yes, sir. I appreciate, appreciate y'all having me, know. man. Uh, it's always been love with y'all since hey, day man. one, bro. Y'all always showed me love. You know what I'm saying? Y'all let yes, an uh, old nigga rock y'all set. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but it's always love. You know what I'm saying? Like, between organic, uh, whenever we met, bro, it was just organic. And I just thrive off organic energy when you meet somebody. You know what I'm saying? It was yes, never sir. no force shit. I could tell y'all ain't no lame niggas because I do not fuck with lame niggas like that, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, I salute what y'all doing. Crawl, keep pushing it, bro. Keep pushing it. You feel me? 
It's a matter of time. I got a feeling this is about to be our time, especially with this Corona reset, bro. Check out Swaver at DJ Swaver on Instagram and Twitter. Hey, yo. Yeah. Instagram and Twitter at DJ Swaver at DJ S-W-A-V-O-R. Hashtag sneaks and sneaks and beats 365. You You feel me? Let's go. Fish full of mercury. 